MoneyWeb now on the money. Also available on podcast. Chatting now with uh, Sean Saunders, uh, CEO and founder at Revix. Sean, appreciate the, the time this morning. Uh, crypto markets, I mean, broadly, I mean, everyone looks at, at Bitcoin as sort of the, the granddaddy, but broadly, crypto markets have been under under pressure recently. I mean, any sense of, of what's driving the sell-off? My thought is, in part, it, it's kind of the market maturing and, and becoming, a, in many senses, a, a risk asset. Morning, Simon. Thanks for having me on again. So I think that is part of the story. Ultimately, the crypto market is following sort of what's happening in the more traditional markets, mm. certainly the, the stock market. And yeah, I mean, markets have been trending down over the last while. Crypto has seen a relatively big sell-off over the last two weeks. It feels like I'm a bit bipolar. I come on every single uh, you know week or every second week, and I'm talking about correlation to a new asset class. Um, but yeah, no, crypto has been following the stock market quite closely. I think some other factors that have sort of been driving uh, the sell-off has been that there's a uh, essentially tax fining for U.S. investors, ah. and that's on April 18th. So that's just around the corner. So you are seeing increased selling uh, in the U.S. I mean, the sort of transactional volume, and that's sort of the on-chain analysis that you can do in crypto, where mm-hmm. you look at cryptocurrency moving from private wallets, so self-hosted wallets, like, you know, where you hold it essentially on like a flash drive-looking device, moving that onto crypto exchanges in the U.S. That's been something that's uh, definitely accelerated over the last while. And then also, I mean, you had sort of this big increase in inflation. And I mean, yesterday's sort of numbers out yeah. from the Fed uh, sort of confirmed this. I mean, 8.1% annualized inflation in the US. I mean, that is, that that's, that's a very high print, right? If I'm not mistaken, that's the highest in 40 years. Yeah. And that's also just sort of led to this broader market sell-off. Yep, highest since 1981, which is a that that's way, way, way back in time. And and I suppose I mean the the rule of thumb, and I, and I was chatting with Herman McCurry, and we were talking, for example, the czar. We mentioned inflation, but you know when, when the czar, uh, we're seeing weakness, strength, whichever way you want to call it. But down at 1450, the, the smart advice is like this is opportunity. And I suspect with crypto, we've got Bitcoin around the 40,000. Use weakness if you want to to add to a position. Weakness is the time to do it, rather than when it's running to the to to the to, to the moon because when it runs it runs of course and i think this is the interesting thing right i mean you look at the market right now just as a retail investor as an everyday person Mm -hmm. and you're just a little bit more nervous about the crypto markets even traditional markets when in fact they're actually at a discount right for some reason when markets then start running and you know prices have gone up substantially then everyone runs in we see this all the time at revix where Mm -hmm. uh, retail investors sort of come in late to the party and they miss out on those early gains i can tell you that crypto fundamentals haven't changed one bit from two weeks ago or three weeks ago and you've seen Mm -hmm. essentially a 15 percent market sell-off so objectively i always ask myself sort of what would ai I do. And if I was an AI, I mean, again, I'm sure I'm definitely not an AI, but this seems like a pretty good buying opportunity in the crypto space. Yeah, it's my argument. You know, when Woolies has a sale, we all go to Woolies to, to buy stuff. When the market has a sale, we hide under our beds. That's the, the wrong res- response. Let's talk a bit about De- DeFi. We've chatted a, a bit about it, decentralized finance. One of the opportunities here is actually an ability to earn yield on crypto because the, the, the crypto doesn't pay uh, traditionally uh, uh, income. I mean, you can mine, you can uh, proof of stake. But this is actually, you lend out crypto and are able to to earn a yield. Give us some details around that. Yeah, sure. So for the first time ever, you essentially can take your cryptocurrency, whether that is Bitcoin or say a dollar stable coin, Mm -hmm. and you can put that cryptocurrency either into a centralized institution that then lends that cryptocurrency onto somebody else. Uh, Two big players in that space are sort of BlockFi and Celsius. Mm -hmm. And then 
that's the one route to take. Alternatively, what you can do is you can essentially take your cryptocurrency in the world of decentralized finance and you can place your cryptocurrency into very smart contract platforms where other users that you know, sort of want to borrow cryptocurrency are able to do so. And the way that it works in crypto, which is very different to banks, is when somebody lends their cryptocurrency, right? So let's just say, Simon, I go and I lend one Bitcoin to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it is sort of an over-collateralized loan. I can then only ever sort of borrow against that only about half the Bitcoin that's been lent, which means essentially, so should there be a very big price dif- price change uh, with Bitcoin, that there isn't you know this massive liquidity event. So this market really of lending within the crypto space actually sort of emerged because of the tax season. Um, ultimately, people don't want to realize their cryptocurrency gains. So you know, I've made a big gain on Bitcoin. Uh, let me not realize that gain, but I'd need money to survive. Okay, well, let me go and take that Bitcoin go to a decentralized finance protocol. I'll essentially put that Bitcoin into that protocol. I'll lock it away and then I'll borrow essentially half the amount of that Bitcoin or half the value of that Bitcoin. Um, And in doing that, then I have dollars to survive and then I don't have to realize any sort of taxable gains. I think this is something we're going to be talking about a lot more over the years. Um, It is somewhat of a complicated area if you haven't sort of experienced it or Mm -hmm. you're not really played around in the DeFi space. But at Revix, what we're trying to do is simplify it. So we're trying to take essentially this complicated world of DeFi. We're just trying to make it accessible for everyday people. Yeah, and that's more because I mean, I'm thinking in in the stock market, you lend you you, you lend equity because someone wants to wants to take a short position. This is more than that, and and I would earn a yield because quite simply, if 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 I've if you've lent and whichever way around say i've lent you the coin there's a fee that comes to me for doing that there is there's sort of this interest that you can generate for doing that so again sort of using the example where you know i put a bitcoin into a certain DeFi protocol mm-hmm. i'm able to then essentially because i've lent that bitcoin out i'm able to essentially earn interest on that bitcoin uh, which is quite fascinating so what we're looking to do at revix and this is something uh, well this is a set of products that we're hoping to launch in about four weeks time is that we want to offer essentially savings vaults as we're calling them but it really it's just a simplified way to access the deep five world right because this is a complicated space people are not sure really how to go about generating yield utilizing their cryptocurrency and our goal really is just to simplify that entire process gotcha okay i mean we'll chat about that when it comes i like that uh, and, and that's a simpler a, a vault in a sense uh, sean Saunders, uh, founder of Revex, CEO, appreciate the time this morning.